Welcome to everybody for our finance bit check-in and today's check-in is uh, slightly different and I know the last check-in we had was also slightly different but I think today is going to be a lot more vibey uh, for everyone. Most most definitely. I'm, I'm really looking forward to this one. I wish we had cameras actually um, so that we can actually record this uh, visual <laughs> for everybody to see because of um, today's going to be something new and I'm really excited about it. Yes, um, I, I'm glad we don't have videos because I don't think I feel <laughs> I don't look particularly video ready today. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, for those of you who are regulars to our um, spaces, we usually talk about practical stuff, budgeting, um, you know, and all these you know, very complex finance issues um, and lessons we've learned from our parents, um, uh, according to the last uh, space we had. But today's space, we're going to be shaking things up a little, as I mentioned earlier. Um, and the aim is to entertain, but also to inspire. And I think you'll be blown away. No, most definitely. So, I mean, we, we have just been inspired, I think, the last couple of weeks right where everybody's been graduating so it's graduation season you know congratulations to everyone who got their belts you know um looking forward to their future um it's just wonderful to see that right um so so yeah so today we'll be you know speaking about um people who have graduated and wondering what are the next steps right and we we in in order for us you know to discuss this important topic um and it's going to be a round table um we've got three amazing professionals um who who came up in the standard bank grad um uh, uh, grad program which i've got a lot of stories about it uh, but i'll i'll probably maybe you know speak about them later <laughs> Um, and we're joined, you know, I love this. They are quite literally the dream team, very smart. Um, we were joined today by Mawetu Soga, Duduzile Matabela, and Liseho Mapanga. Um, smart, smart individuals doing amazing things um, inside and out of corporate. Um, also, I, I guess, Sam, um, you know, to the um, having seen all the graduation posts, etc., I've decided to go back to school. So I registered this week and I was just like, why? <laughs> These are the things hype will get you into trouble. <laughs> well done. Well done for taking that step, hey? Um, so so, so all, all, all three of, of, of our guests today, you know, have really, really inspiring stories. Um, and, and we are just going to, you know, sit back, relax and just hear from them, you know, um, about how they went from graduation to pro. You know, a lot of times when we when we hear people that have been in the corporate world for many years, we just think that it's a straight line, you know. So today we just want to hear the stories behind, you know, how they got their, like what happened, you know, during varsity, obviously, you know, how they got their first job or even if they got their first job, you know, because we normally assume that after graduation, you'll get your job and just start working. Um, and yeah, so they, they, they're going to be taking over our space today. Absolutely. And we're also joined by our resident financial expert, Dr. Tandu Chume, who is the head of uh, Standard ba uh, Bank Wealth Academies. And he's also a professional, like medical doctor, like a doctor, doctor, the doctor you call in an emergency when somebody has fainted. Um, and he's had an amazing career, I think. <laughs> so I'm very, very glad to have him uh, joining us today. And, and yeah, thank so, you, Dino. Um, it's so, so nice to be here with you guys. Thank you. So yeah, much. and um, to any grads who might be on the line listening in, uh, please feel free to join the conversation using the hashtag FinanceFitEssay. Um, and you can also join 
request to speak, um, you can chat to one of um, the three members of the Dream Team, Dr. Tandu, who's had an amazing career change and um, I think, you know, just like an enviable career, actually. Um, Yeah, and just share your experiences also. Most definitely. Please, 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 if you know someone that has graduated, you know, if if your your child has recently graduated or your friend or your neighbor, please tell them that the, this space is for them. Um, they must tune in. And before we get into today's space, I just wanted to plug all the art lovers. Um, do you know, are you an art lover? I know you're a sneakerhead. Do you, do you love art? I, I think we lost to know. <laughs> D? I think as as we as we trying to get Dino back, um, I just wanted to plug um, all the art lovers out there. Um, Blessing Gobeni, who is known for his abstract paintings, um, which are really vibrant and colorful, is giving away one of his masterpieces in the Sunday Times. So um, grab a copy of the Sunday Times, um, and yeah, and you can maybe you can win a masterpiece, right? To make to make someone jealous, right? Um, so yeah, you stand a chance of winning this masterpiece. It's gonna be hidden in the copy, um, in the copies that are gonna be printed on this Sunday. So please don't buy it next week Sunday, the Sunday, the day after tomorrow, um, to win this masterpiece. And if you want more information about this, um, you can follow Standard Bank's art channel um, at Standard Bank Art. So that is at Standard Bank Art on Twitter, and you can also follow them on IG, Instagram. That is at Standard Bank Arts with an S. Um, on Twitter, it's just an art um, with, without an S. Um, and yeah, you can search for Standard Bank Arts on, on Facebook um, in, in, in order for you to get more information on Blessing in Gobeni. So all the art lovers, please do get your Sunday Times this, this Sunday. And I think Dineo is still trying to connect. As, he's still, as she's still trying to connect, I'm just going to go to our guest today um, so that they can introduce themselves. Um, I think we'll start with ladies. Ladies first. Um, and maybe if we can start with, with Dudu and then go to Mawetu and then go to to, to Lesejo. Um, just to introduce yourself, um, who you are, um, and yeah, what you're about. Please don't give too much away. Um, okay, I'll, I'll try. Um, <laughs> hi, everyone. My name is, <laughs> my name is Dudu Zile Matabela. Um, I am from Standard Bank's Enterprise Development Team. I am a senior analyst. Um, I am also a lot of things. I like to call myself a Jane of all trades and a master of none. <laughs> so from crafting to writing, um, I actually even had a, a podcast once with uh, my best friend who's also in the line. Um, there's a lot of things that I do, plan to do as well, because I also want to become a DJ somehow. <laughs> so yeah, that's just a little bit about me. Great. She's a master of many, actually. <laughs> um, I, I'm Mawe I'm Tusoga. Um, I'm a senior solution subject matter expert at Standard Bank. Um, I lead about um, 30 to 40 um, guys um, developing digital applications and innovations in the bank for small businesses. I'm also a co-founder of a technology startup called Fixer. Uh, it was basically an Uber for mechanics, so we do car repair and maintenance at your home. Glad to be here. Hey, Sam. Hi, everyone. My name is Lesekho Mapanga. I am born, bred, and buttered from Benoni. That's an awesome place. Don't uh, believe the rumors. <laughs> like, uh, isn't isn't currently... that like at the end of the world? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you, you, you might need a couple of passports. Even one is not enough, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, but home is home, man. Home is home. 
Um, I am currently at Standard Bank. I've been there since I was a grad. I am currently the lead for payments um, at Standard Bank. So all type of payments, uh, that's pretty much what I lead in the team. Like, just like my way to a team of developers and feature analysts, uh, pretty much working to make sure that payments always go through. And hint, hint, nudge, nudge, one of my products, Lotto, I don't know if you guys saw, but the, the Lotto jackpot is like 136 million. And tonight is the Lotto jackpot draw. So if you have a Standard Bank app, go and play. You never know. And then uh, give us the numbers. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I knew them, sir. I wish. Uh, That's myself as a corporate, outside of corporate. Um, You can find my podcast on cliffcentral.com. Um, and you can find a couple of my ads here and there. And then um, I'm also an actor at the State Theatre. So trying to grow all three of those careers simultaneously. And uh, hopefully we'll have a really dope conversation about it. Thanks, Sam. Wow. Um, um, like I said, I think um, we haven't even touched on it, and I think um, anyone listening in is uh, really blown away by um, what you guys are doing. I mean, juggling so much, and then people still want to be DJs. Wow, <laughs> do do. I want your spirit. Please pass it on. Transfer it. <laughs> I'll, 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 uh, I'll send it to you. <laughs> Absolutely. So I think um, perhaps you, you guys, I mean, you guys sound like you're really killing it um, in, in so many ways um, and across so many fields. But, um, you know, the, for a lot of South Africans, the reality is job hunting, looking for jobs, finding jobs, finding opportunities is very difficult. Um, so I'm curious to know, um, and perhaps we'll start uh, with you, Dudu, once again. Um, how did you approach looking for work for the first time? When you first went out, now you're freshly minted, you've got your degree, you're happy, you're going out there. How did you guys approach um, it? And what were some of the challenges, I guess, that you um, faced and how did you overcome those? Um, so my my story is quite unique um, in that I actually... Uh, employment was a plan B for me, so I actually didn't plan to be uh, a working human. Um, I was uh, writing a book that I started in high school, uh, was planning on finishing it in varsity, and the plan was I would study accounting to keep my mom happy, and then I would publish my book, become a multimillionaire, and live off the royalties. Um, That didn't happen. (laughs) I graduated and um, still hadn't finished the book. I was at home um, for a while, trying, not really looking for a job because I was essentially um, sitting at home trying to figure out my life. And I had had the discussion with my mom as well to say, I actually need a break from the trauma that is varsity. Um, So I'm gonna give myself a gap year post uh, studies um, and then I'll, I'll have a plan. Um, and uh, months went on. In the sixth month, my mom walks in and she's like, guess what? Got you an interview. And I was like, oh, okay. That, that's that's fun. Um, so I went to this interview. It was for a position in a nonprofit organization um, that was essentially um, 
doing monitoring and evaluation of other NPOs for the Department of Social Development. And every other career move has been very much like that. Um, I haven't actually um, actively went out and looked for a job and found a job that I was looking for. Um, instead, I've had um, people come to me and say, hey, I saw this post. Do you want to send your CV? So when I moved from the uh, nonprofit organization, I had moved into um, working at Sage Pastel. Um, and basically one of my friends from primary school sent me a message and said, I'm sending my CV. Should I send you, send yours since we're studying the same thing? I said, yes, got that job. Then my aunt was like, hey, Standard Bank has a graduate program. Um, do you want to submit your, your CV? I did, got into the interviews um, and made it in. And I guess the rest is history. I've been just moving around um, in, in the bank. Um, but yeah, it was it was not it was not a choice. <laughs> I think the universe really just conspired to put me where I am right now. Um, I think um, it is a great space, though. I must say, um, it's very unaccounting, um, and I think that's the thing that was uh, messing me up a little. Was I I'm not a big fan of accounting. I just studied it because I thought that's where the money is at. And uh, when I got into the bank and realized that essentially you could craft your own career in anything, um, um, yeah, it felt a little bit liberating. So being in enterprise development right now and funding um, Black-owned businesses and helping um, to transform the South African economy and actually being able to see the effect of my work uh, personally, um, um, in 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 the businesses that we find, like having jobs being created, which is something I think is very important. Because as much as I was lucky enough to to get a job in the bank, um, um, the un unemployment rate is growing so um, astronomically, and I think the way to tackle that is not by having more people studying but having more people start businesses and um to be part of that narrative for me is amazing <laughs> it is amazing wow <laughs> we're all speechless thank you <laughs> um um Mawetu, and we'll then go over to Lisejo. i i guess yeah if you could just share your experience looking for a job um and how you stumbled on or if you didn't stumble, how you got into Standard Bank? Ah, great. Um, so for me, I've always wanted to be a banker um, since I was 13. It's been a, a, a clear focus of mine. <laughs> it's one of those kids who used to um, run home and watch the business channel, 410, 411 and like. Um, so it was always a focus for myself, um, my studies, um, doing my honours, my, my treatise was on the banking industry and researching um, what ha what had happened in the industry over a 10-year period. So everything was aligned to go into that space. But as we all know, it's 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 very difficult to get into to any job, um, no matter what you, what you have. Um, for instance, the Standard Bank grad program receives over 10,000 applications and only 150 get in. 
Um, so it's 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 not an easy road. Um, so I used to I applied to probably over a hundred jobs um, in in different areas, and I also used to spend my time with with ten CVs binded <laughs> and folded in my backpack. Um, and then um, luckily Standard Bank Career Day was 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 on campus, and some of my friends got an interview, and I hadn't. Um, so I walked up to the one of the recruiters and gave them my CV and told them about myself, and they said it's fine. You can interview tomorrow, um, uh, which was great. So that's that's eventually how I got um, my interview at the bank. I didn't get accepted online, but luckily I was still, you know, a little bit of a go-getter on the ground, <laughs> and and that's how I got in. And luckily, a lot of the questions that came through, especially um, in the interviews, um, a, a, as well as the case studies we had to do with flown to to the global leadership center um what knowledge that i had from my previous experience um and that's that's literally what allowed me um, to then enter the bank wow thanks maui to um i know very um everyone has but um so perhaps take us through the process of um the corporate life why this is part of all the other things that you're doing and how the journey into corporate was. Uh, yeah, I, I think my story, somewhat like Dudes and Mawetus, is really underpinned by um, by any means necessary. That's what I'm hearing. You know, when you graduate and you want to get a job, it's literally by any means necessary. That's the attitude you got to have. Um, so very similar to Mawetu, <clears throat> excuse me, when I got into, when I was in my honors year, uh, I was an engineer and um, it was career day again, and you know everybody's applying for graduate programs and all these things. And I also just rocked up, walked up to all the the different talent um, specialists there, and I said, "Hey guys, I'm not looking for a graduate program right now. I'm not there. I just need someone to sponsor my my dissertation for the year, so I can get my degree." And literally, um, when I had the conversation, um, the, the result of consulting was like, okay, well, this is quite uh, bold of you. How about you? we do you better? We will sponsor your dissertation, and then you come for the internship. Mm-hmm. And so for me, my path was not directly into the graduate program. Um, in my honors year, I did the internship, and my attitude was just go there and just graft. That's all you got to do. You just got to graft because you only have – you only have one foot in the door right now, but just graft until you're noticeable so you can get in um, because it is a very competitive environment. So I literally did that, got in, worked, and then by the time I was done, um, Standard Bank had given me a bursary and a graduate program the following year. Um, but funny enough, how that works is I, I did um, a similar a similar strategy as to my way to in that I applied everywhere. So uh, I don't know if I mentioned this, but my qualification is in industrial and systems engineering. And the one thing that I knew is that I didn't want to work as an engineer. I'm already, you know, I've grown up in Benoni. You know, I don't want to work as a typical engineer and be thrown <laughs> in a mine in the Popo somewhere. <laughs> I didn't want to go further away from civilization. I was like, no, this can't happen. So I literally applied to every single graduate program I could find. Whether it was relevant, whether they said we want engineers or not, I could not care less. I sent through the CV. Um, and fortunately enough, you know, I got grabbed by Standard Bank. And when I did that, I went into every single. So I, I, I had to identify my passions in that. I love math and science, but you know, we're not um, we're not uh, monolithic as people, right? We have different um, passions. And for mine, the the engineering part satisfies the analytics, 
but not so much the creativity. So I also mm. wanted a creative career as well. So funny enough, um, I applied to all the radio stations and all the podcasts. And I, on the same day, I got the Cliff Central job at Cliff Central, uh, hosting a podcast there. And I got my graduate acceptance letter on the same day. So and what's really awesome about Standard Bank is that I was able to do both. So for four years, um, Monday I'm at work, Tuesday I'm at Close Central, Wednesday I'm at work, Thursday I'm at Close Central recording, and then Friday I'm at work, which is really dope because you're really in an environment where you own your time, you own your space. No one's really checking whether you're working nine to five. Really what matters is, you know, are you producing the results? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to keep it there. <laughs> lovely, lovely. So... Um, I think I think it's quite interesting your stories, very inspirational. Um, I I wanted obviously this is not you know directed at specifically anyone, right? Um, maybe the the importance of grad programs or internships, right? Because of I remember when I was in varsity, right? I used to think that you know what I'm gonna get my degree and after I get my degree I wanna go straight into working. So I studied I studied IT programming, right? So I I thought that. You know, after my qualification, I want to go straight into programming, right? And obviously, I did an internship um, because of, you know, every job that I applied for kind of wanted experience. So, I, I think maybe speak to, um, you know, the benefits of a grad program or internship after graduation. Did it help you to assimilate into the corporate world? Did you help, help you to bridge, you know, the, 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 the university, you know, experience and the corporate world? Did it help? Obviously, there is no perfect graduate programs or internships, you know. Um, but yeah, but I think speak. I think maybe let everybody know, you know, the importance of the grad program in, in terms of bridging and, and helping you into the corporate world. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll take the first thing. I think I'm ahead up there. Um, for me, it's it, it's not be all end all, right? But it is a huge uh, step up because unlike with a normal job, oh, am I? Oh, I'm still there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we can. Hear you. Unlike, um, you know, thanks. Um, so it's it's just what what makes it so fundamentally different is that you're being groomed, right, into the working world, which a lot of the time you don't have that. So. I mean, when I came in, I didn't know the first thing about finance. I, I'd never, you know, it never even crossed my mind that I'd be working at a bank. So, but at least I had that mentorship and I had the grooming um, and a path that was really set for me to say that we will help you for the first 10 meters of this race and give you exposure and know how to run so that for the rest of the, for the rest of the, of the routes, you're able to really manage yourself and, and move. Um, I think that's my, just my two cents, but uh, my way to yeah, brother. I think you you need to separate the two um, at, at different levels um, between a graduate program and any other type of of of, of internship or, or or learnership in that in in that line. Because the graduate program is there to set you up for success. Um, you're coming in as an entry level uh, graduate, but they have already marked you as as future leaders of the organization. If only two percent of the country. Um, gets into university there's probably a, a point of a, a basis point that get into a graduate program so only 150 out of 10,000 applications make into standard bank once you're in there you get a type of exposure that you wouldn't get at, at any other level you are instantly engaging with executives from day one um, you have access to priority projects from day one and you you do have a path sort of 
like like uh, Lesejo was saying, you're given sort of 10 meters above uh, above the rest. But from there, that's sort of when the separation ends. Um, you now need to grab it and, um, and, and you know, uh, take part in the opportunity. And then that's where we sort of separate yourselves. But the setup from a grad program as opposed to internships at others is at a very much higher level, um, which is why you would love to get in and, and and why everyone fights to get in because from there on it's a lot easier than most um, to get where you need to go um can i can i jump in as well um i've been trying to figure out <laughs> the app and how to put up my hand but um yeah technology still fails me um i think um just to add on to uh, what Lesejo and Mawetu um, mentioned, I think the the value that you get as well from a graduate program is also in the networks. Because as much as you know, it allows you to um, have access to leaders and execs, um, you also get access to uh, people that are very much like you who are going through. Um, uh, a similar process um, who aren't just one person that entered into the bank as a young person in the bank in uh, one branch and then another person is, is in another like it creates a um, a network and I think that's that for me has been um, the best part um, of of this graduate program because you end up you know meeting people like Mawetu and uh, Lesejo and making lifetime connections Okay, so I think um, while we wait for Dr. Tandu to uh, sort himself out, um, I was really looking forward to the way he was going to present this. But, um, you know, we're we're obviously sitting... um, in a world that's changing very fast. And I think you guys are probably sitting right at the front of that change, uh, developing, um, you know, tools and resources and, um, you know, all kinds of interesting things that we're going to use to change the face of banking as we know it. Um, And, you know, what we're seeing is a lot of people coming from very diverse uh, backgrounds. Um, And I wanted Dr. Tandu to be here because, like I said, medical doctor, person you call in an actual emergency um, who worked as a doctor um, and then did, you know, pivoted into finance. I've worked, we all, I've worked across so many industries. I think this is the longest streak I've had in any single industry that I've worked in. Um, but, um, you know, you guys also come from diverse backgrounds. Um, Lisejo, you've got a medi- um, not a medical degree, an engineering degree. Um, but you guys, those of you who did study commerce are also doing other things that are not so commerce outside. Um, and, um, you know, do you think this is going to be the norm where we're getting more people from diverse backgrounds who aren't necessarily um, finance heads, but mathsy people or creative people? Um, and... Yeah, is this what finance is going to look like going forward? And Lisejo, you've got your hand up, so you can go. Yeah, you can tell I've been using um, Microsoft Teams for a while. (laughs) Something I really want to stress to everybody is that, so yes, the world is changing and it's changing rapidly. And the type of disciplines that are needed in various sectors are changing enormously. So, for example, with Dr. Tandu, um, I know my mother would love him. My mom wanted me to become a brain surgeon, but I see blood might collapse, so that would never have worked out. 
So the next best thing was engineering. But literally, it was time to be an engineer um, in the bank. When you go into banking, you find all sorts of um, uh, qualifications. Uh, one of our payment specialists, her qualification is in nursing. She's a nurse, and she's one of the foremost um, experts in payments in the country. Another colleague of ours, Janine Zaha, that Maweto and I have worked with, um, her, her background, her qual- academic qualification is as a teacher, as a primary school teacher. And then she moved on to work in management consulting, and now she's at the bank, and she's doing phenomenal work. So also, when you talk about these graduate programs, I want to urge everybody, regardless of what you studied, um, if you think this is interesting, even slightly, you don't have to know it end to end. Um, but even if you if you have an inkling of, even if you want to go out there and just experience it and experiment and um, apply, because um, it's never it's never a bad thing to apply. You might get lucky. So I really wanted to stress that because it's not all about commerce. It really isn't. We have artists in the bank who, <clears throat> sorry, create all different wonderful uh, user interfaces on our digital devices. Um, so it's that enrichness of the different disciplines that really make a solid team. Uh, do um, Thank you. Um, I think for me, just to add my 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 point and add a little bit more about me, um, I think it's important to to be exposed to a range of skills because it also um, 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 helps you in in creating solutions that are um, sustainable as well. Um, on to be honest, to this day, I've never used my accounting degree. Um, and I think for me, um, also working with like a, a Janine and a Lisa um, 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 as well, um, it's it's so great to to see how people think and how different people think. And I think it's important to um, you know put yourself out there to push. And um, the one thing I always loved about being in the bank is um, I remember. In the graduate program, um, in the first, I think, first week, they take you to the GLC. Um, um, you sit there and eat all the food and talk to all the the execs um, um, in 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 the organization. And I remember one specific man who was in UX. I don't really remember his name, but um, he was talking about how. Um, there is someone in the bank that went from, um, I think, IT to being the head of finance um, um, and started in a completely different uh, um, um, field. And for me, that has always been such a great thing to to know that that is um, an an opportunity or uh, a possibility to not actually have to rely on my accounting degree that I hate so much because numbers make me so angry, despite the fact that right now I'm after this um, um, chat, um, I have some econometrics work to do. Um, but, you know, um, the flexibility as well is is quite amazing. Yeah, I think I'd have to definitely agree with um, my colleagues. It's funny, <laughs> Dudu says she hates numbers, but she's probably done over a billion land in funding <laughs> to, to small businesses. Um, I, I think the landscape's really changed. Um, you see a lot of things that are a lot different um, in the environment. Uh, 
one of my good friends, um, Zanella Ntlapo, um, she's a psychology major, but she was leading design in Standard Bank, and now she leads a fintech team, mobile money in MTN, right? Um, you'll find uh, international relation degree students uh, uh, in investment banking. Why? Because you know how to research different environments, macro situations, and how to handle the, the conversations in between. So I definitely think the landscape is changing. Um, I, looking for a lot more unicorns in the space, but how you use your skill is, I think, a lot more important now because systems, frameworks, Excel sheets, all of them do the heavy lifting. Like uh, 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 Dudu was saying, I, I, I have honors in in business management, but I probably used only up to my undergrad um, degree because there's a lot of work that's done in the front of you. But how you apply yourself now is a lot more important than what field is usually related to what you study. I, I think you, um, as you, 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 you were speaking about the unicorns, I think, you know, when we think about finance, I think the first picture that comes to my mind, it's, it's, a, it's a guy, you know, in a navy blue suit, you know, with, with, with brown, you know, formal, formal, formal shoes, you know, um, and with a briefcase, right, walking into a, doll, into, a tall, into a tall glass building, right? So that is the picture I have of finance. So maybe talk, talk to us about the changing, you know. I know, you know, some, some of the things that come up is, is you know, can you, can you work in finance having dreadlocks? You know, can you work in finance having tattoos? You know, stuff like that. You know, I think, you know, maybe speak to us about the, the way that things are changing, you know, within the corporate, the corporate world. Because of yeah. that is how I was conditioned, you know. And when I meet someone from, from finance who does not fit that picture, it's like, what's happening? Okay. Yes, at, at, Can I jump in? Uh, oh, dude, I was going to say, I was going to say, you're, you're, you're the best to showcase this. <laughs> and and I, I just want to say, guys, Dudu has a hair color that changes every two weeks uh, or three weeks or so. And I was working with her is, is the craziest experience. And, and I'm sure she doesn't have a, she doesn't have a navy blue suit, right? And and brown for mushies. No, <laughs> no, no. I, I've seen you in a suit once, did you? Uh, I think there's a, yeah. I have a picture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, to be to be honest, when we started the graduate program, um, I tried as best as I could to assimilate, but um i think i'm the least banky banker that i've met in a while um and for me i've i've always said like as as someone who um studied accounting i know that i can um work and and thrive in the bank but i'm also a creative you know i am a writer i used to paint i used to draw um i love music and i want to learn how to dj uh, i'm an alternative model as well because i have a big passion for body modification um i'm slowly getting closer to um I think probably 40 tattoos, but at this point, I, I think I'm just a walking, breathing tattoo. Um, and <laughs> and um, for, for me, the thing is, um, I when I got into the bank, I didn't want the bank to, to change me. Um, um, 
young people this day and age um, really want to work in a space that they're comfortable and I'm one of those uh, young people and um, I want to to have um, um, to make a statement to say that um, just because I'm tattooed, just because I have piercings, just because I do all these other things doesn't me- make me um, less capable of um, you know funding businesses and um, you know um, being part of the bank and being part of um, uh, the bank and working um, effectively. Um, yeah, I think, you know, <laughs> banking has changed. Uh, banking has changed. I actually, uh, the one day um, uh, a couple of years ago, was quite shocked to see uh, a man in our canteen who was dressed in a blue suit, uh, didn't have a tie, but his um, collar was open, and he had a, a neck tattoo, and that really inspired me. I don't think I'm at the point that where I'm going to get a, a neck tattoo. I would love one, but um, I think the views on on what a banker should look like have changed for the better. Definitely, Dudu. And and I think the interesting thing there is underneath all of those suits, there's a few tattoos, because I've also got tattoos myself. Um, so I think it's quite interesting that you have them too. Um, so yeah, I think this is, this is an amazing conversation. I thought I was the only one that came from an interesting background, but now I see with you, Lesejo and Mawetu, I've got some competition in being the, the black swan at Standard Bank, eh? <laughs> <laughs> So basically, I wanted to ask you guys, like, um, what has been your experience working within the bank? Like, what, it, what, what is it like to work there um, with each other and the people that you've met so far? I know for me, it was, it was, it was really just um, absolutely mind-opening to move from medicine, specifically general surgery, um, to insurance and then find myself at the bank in wealth management. And, and I think the culture at Standard Bank is, is one of diversity and one of inclusivity um, that I ultimately was able to succeed there. Um, how are you guys doing? Anything you can tell me about your experience while you've been there? Marito and I think you're thinking the exact same thing. I think it would be good, good, for, good for you, Lisefo, to start it off because actually uh, there was sort of a group of uh, four of us, four, four to seven of us that sort of kind of worked together very closely for probably for the first two years. And it was really Lasejo and Cabello leading this sort of different way of working. So I think it would be good for him to sort of <laughs> tell us what's <laughs> up because we, we kind of all gravitated around you to become these, these rule breakers and troublemakers uh, when you corrupted us. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so, so, so the corruption started um, in, in the sense that, you know, Standard Bank is what you make it to be. I, I think what's, what's mm. really awesome with Standard Bank is that you literally dictate your career, right? There's no rules and regulations in terms of like uh, which path you should take. So, you know, the first two years, myself, Mawetu, Dudu, and Gavello, we literally worked as internal consultants. You know, we worked from six in the morning until four the next morning, go home, take a shower, come back, work again, it just depends on you, and 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 we're just hungry for it, and we're very competitive. Um, mm. And what's really cool about that is that we've got like a lot of experience. And what's really nice is that, you know, when you push the envelope, you will get into trouble. And what's nice, uh, what we enjoyed about Central Bank is that we enjoyed a lot of support. 
you know yeah. the one thing our execs always said to us was i mean we were never micromanaged and we were fresh out of varsity and our, and our managers would always say hey listen here's the project uh here's a project we need a solution within three months time we need this thing generating revenue all right cheers buddy we'll see you after three months and that was it and then mm. you know you go out and you network and you talk to different people in the bank um, and you develop this thing. I mean, Moetu, Dudu, and I, we've developed, we've coded um, uh, applications uh, for South Africa as well as for Africa. And one thing that's very special about Standard Bank is that what a lot of people don't don't know, maybe are not aware of, is that Standard Bank is the largest bank in Africa, right? We're in over 15 countries. And when I worked in Africa, um, uh, Africa Payments, I was traveling about nine different countries a year. So the amount of exposure that it just that it opens you up to is mind blowing because you're not only like this banker that understands the South African market, you're now this banker that now needs to understand Africa and understand the world in relation to Africa. And you're really at the forefront of building the continent. And you start to realize that um uh you know, different different regions do banking very differently or finance very differently, but it's a culture um, transformational journey. Um, that was my perspective. My definitely. Mm, definitely. Uh, Just to add yeah. on to that before you jump in, my way too, I think the, the beauty of the bank is the footprint that it has in Africa. I mean, I've also done extensive travel throughout. Um, and you get to see, like, just arriving in Kenya or arriving in Nigeria and seeing that Standard mm. Bank flag and that Standard Bank ATM. Mm. Um, there's, there's just something so special about that, even in Ghana and all those places. So, um, mm, I think mm. that is the beauty of working for this organization. And you, Mawetu, I know you've got some things that you think um, we could improve on, but could you let us know what your experience was like? Yeah, I think <laughs> every, every organization has its challenges. And I, I mm. definitely think Standard Bank has its has, has its, its challenges as well. And then that's why we're all hired, to solve them, <laughs> right? Yes. Um, I think one thing you can say about Standard Bank, we're definitely the, the most transformed bank in the country. Um, without a doubt, um, uh, we're young, we're black, um, and we are definitely female in many parts of it. Um, and I think they've, they've, they've very much opened up the doors for us. Um, you can have conversations with execs, you can have conversations with senior leaders, and um, if you're brave enough, you can sort of move around. Um, Lesejo was correct in saying that we were more of an internal consultancy, so we had a different route. Uh, we sort of said, thumbs down to a lot of our graduate program journeys and and formed a ragtag squad <laughs> that just sort of did random projects um that execs were looking to to solve for so if they were looking to solve digital origination or uh, leads issues um they'd pass it to to the sort of rebel squad and we'd go in there and we solve them so we we sort of created our own path working together um and we'd spend six to seven days a week together um we'd sleep at the office we'd eat dinner together saturdays we're in um if if you if lesejo has a project he's working on we'd all work um together to see how we can solve it if i've got a project we'd all work to help each other so we really accelerated our growth um and uh, the leadership team at standard bank uh, really allowed us to do that and i think that was great um so our paths were different to most grads. Um, we were all more in this in this rebel squad, and then after three or four years, we all split up into into our natural passions <laughs> after some time. Mm. Now you guys sound like medical interns working over the weekend and also during the night. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you eat and sleep. You eat and sleep work. <laughs> you sound yeah. like for uh, interns and um, equity analysts because they literally live like that. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Um. I just wanted to add as well. Um. Or maybe just to frame. Um. What uh, Lesaho and Mawetu just mentioned. Um. I think we can say and we can conclude that um, um, Standard Bank has a culture of creating your own path. So um, I think if you were to ask other grads, they their journey has been completely different to ours. And um, I think it's it's because you can really create your own um, um, journey. But I must say um, it is easy to get lost in it. It really is easy to get lost in it and um i think if i were to be talking to uh, my younger self uh, starting the graduate program i'd um reinforce a little bit more um you know taking up space and and actually you know being more um um assertive and resilient i think um as i've grown in my career um i've seen that happen uh, which is which is why i i I feel like I'm in the best space right now um, um, in enterprise development, besides the fact that um, I myself run two uh, businesses, um, being in a space where I can fund black businesses and um, now also deliberately push for black women-owned businesses to be supported. I can already tell you that um, if Dudu, who started the graduate program, um, hit the same walls that I hit. Um, some of the work I managed to do now um, um, would probably not have um, um, happened. So I think the spirit of resilience is something that um, can take you really far. And if um, you've got that and you follow your, your heart, I think um, the bank can be a, a really great place to work for. Definitely, I totally agree. And I think just for you, Dudu, um, can you just give us just a little short insert? Like, how has your experience been as a young black female at Standard Bank? Mm. I mean, there's all this talk about diversity, the glass ceiling, because, you know, we've got so many female CEOs in all the different departments. How has that filtered down to the other levels? Yeah. Um, well, I think, to be, to be honest, <laughs> I think we have... Uh, <laughs> uh, um, a journey. I think we're on a journey. I don't think we're yeah. we've we've arrived. Um, I think some some uh, great leeway has been made. Um, I am always really um, impressed when I listen to some of our um, uh, female male. I mean, female black female um, um, uh, execs like your Fonegas, your Ethels, um, mm. talking because I'm I'm just like actually um, I. I can relate and it, I think representation is something that's so important um, and if you actually sit down and you have conversations with those execs you realize how uh, personable they are and how human they are and um, for me um, unlike your Mawetus who entered the graduate program wanting to be in banking, want to mm. run the bank. I I never had that um, 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 goal, as as I mentioned. My goal has always been to to be <laughs> to be unemployed and a multimillionaire. Um, but um, you know, 
I, I found a lot of inspiration um, in the bank um, in, in, in seeing um, uh, black women really rise up. Um, mm. And yeah, that has also filtered down, obviously, in my, in my um, um, line of work as well, um, because I also um, initiated a, a program for black women-owned businesses where we're uh, developing um, 115 black women-owned businesses across the country. And um, if I'm being brutally honest, I had to fight for that program mm, because yeah. there's still there's still that idea of but women are being uh, 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 developed. They are getting those opportunities. You're going mm. to disadvantage the men. And I'm like, mm. that's not how leveling a playing field works. By leveling it out, it doesn't mean you're disadvantaging um, um, someone else. So um, I think there's there's still a long way to go. But I think some some um, great wins have have occurred. It's a beautiful answer. I think I'm gonna have to ask Janine to give you um, a promotion. Yeah? <laughs> 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 I'm gonna have to look after this. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Um, I think we, we wanted to touch on your guys' passions and side hustles, but um, we do have a speaker on the line, um, Zimkita Yanga on the line. Um, you can speak, ask your question, share your experience. Uh, hi, guys. Thank you so much, Daniel. And I think thank you to the panel and yourself and Sam for always bringing us interesting topics. I've got two questions. The first one is, can I please ask Sam to repeat what he said about the Sunday Times? Does this mean that um, <laughs> there's an insert in the Sunday Times for everyone to see this blessing of his work? Because I've been following some of his work, and I, I'm quite passionate about owning art, and I'd, I'd love to own it if I don't have to pay million rands. I'll take it for <laughs> the Sunday Times. <laughs> I'll Zim, we should all go and read the Sunday Times distribution center. We should. I think we need to we know really where. Should. Like, what do, what do you mean? Because I'm very interested in that. But I also had a secondary question to the grads. I know Mawetu, and I have heard the most interesting stories from him, Dudu and Liseho. And they, they have the most amazing passions outside work. And I'm not sure if my way to has touched on what he does as his own side hustle. I'd like to know more about that because not a lot of young people think it's possible to have a side hustle, do your work, but also have a side hustle in app development, almost IT vibes. He sounds like a Steve Jobs when he speaks about it, but I think I'm interested in it, but I also want to know, do we get funding? Did he get funding from Dudu? How do we get into the space that he's in? Because it's quite interesting. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Zimkita. Um, I think, um, Sam, before you reshare those details and before we get into our Steve Jobs peeps here on the line, um, <laughs> I just want to encourage anyone who has questions please do put your hand up um we we welcome we want to keep this open we know you're curious uh we all want to make it one way or another and any little bit of direction and guidance helps so if you guys have questions you want to know how these amazing people are juggling and kidding it in corporate and they're juggling acting and 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 tattoos and writing books and whatever because i'm curious um please 
do feel free to um, send your request through. Sam, yes. take it away. Yeah, so, so, so you, in order to be one of the person that gets the masterpiece, you need to obviously buy the Sunday, um, the Sunday Times. It's hidden in, 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 in some of the Sunday Times um, printed versions, so not the online one. So please um, don't go online and look for the, um, for the copy. Um, so look, it, it, it's in the printed copies um, for the people that um, are interested in winning that masterpiece from Blessing Gobeni. Awesome. Thank you. Um, and if you don't want to buy, again, we might be organizing to read um, distribution centers. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> can, can, I also, can I also join the competition? I wouldn't mind a print. <laughs> well, you have yes, Doc. Get, get the paper. You might be one of the lucky winners. <laughs> Sunday times, Sunday times. Okay, so um, back to Mawetu and Zimkita's um, second question. Yeah. Um, Mawetu, Dudu, Liseho, you guys are all doing fantastic things outside of corporate. Um, Mawetu, I know the moment you told me about Fixer or you sp- told us about Fixer, I just thought of all the times I've ignored the flashing emojis on my dashboard because I actually cannot right now. Um, and I could have used your service, you know. So please tell us a bit more about Fixer. You're going to give me hard publications. <laughs> I get so scared when customers do those things. Uh, please do uh, follow Fixer SA. Uh, you, you'll see on my profile if you want to learn what not to do with your car. <laughs> I you don't Including... ignore the flashing lights. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, don't ignore the flashing lights. I think uh, one thing that I've, I've, I've come to, I think all of us are always trying something on the side and different things. And I think I failed at a significant amount of stuff. Um, I once had an artist management company, a design company, and a few other things. I eventually just got to the view that I don't I don't believe in following your passion anymore personally, um, or trying to find a certain portion of yourself. My new rule is is create yourself at, at any point. Just decide who you want to be uh, at that point and do it, and then try solve the problem that keeps gnawing at you in your mind. Um, because once the passion and that motivation is gone, uh, a lot of these businesses and and these side hustles really f- start to fall apart. Um, so so really just focus on the problems that that gnaw in your mind and look at your skill set, and rather double down on that. Um, that's just my, my my view, and that's that's sort of how Fixer came about. Uh, a friend had a problem with his car. And then um, he he met a, he did the same thing where he ignored the light and then ended up blowing his turbo. But at a at a bry, he found a, a solid mechanic to able to fix it for him for half the price. Then he thought to himself, "Hey man, more and more people um, have this issue." Um, and then he came to a few of us. Um, my 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 partner Curtis Young. He also works at the bank. He's the head of digital analytics. Um, and and another mate that we went to varsity together and said, "Let's do this." And this time I chose it because not because it's a passion. Um, obviously, I definitely wanted to to build a business, but because the problem to solve was clear. We just had to add in um, um, customer service and as well as add in the technology piece and then um, it, it works. But none of us ever woke up and said we want to fix cars, right? I don't even drive. I don't. I, I Uber everywhere <laughs> um, and I don't own a driver's license, by the way. But um, uh, that's how it began. So we started in April 2018 um, in Randburg. Uh, we're now in four provinces across the country, and we're having discussions now to um, uh, grow into Nigeria as well. We've received um, over 2.5 million rand in funding. Um, 
some grants, some VC monies, and we're now doing a 15 million rand race. So I think that working and working out well had less to do with with passion and more of us taking all of our skills together and a problem that made sense, and then just hammering um, 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 hammering the nail over and over again and making it better and better as we moved along. Um, and that's how we got here. Wow. Dudu, why haven't you given money? <laughs> oh, she's jumped off. <laughs> but that is amazing. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm honestly, I'm going to, like I said, I, I always, always ignore that light until the car starts making funny sounds. And then I'm like, okay, maybe I should do something about it. Um, and it's great to know that there's something out there like this. Um, but so, Liseho, you also have your own passions. Um, oh, Sam, sorry. Yeah, no, quick one. Before you go to Liseho, I just wanted to know from my way to, like, where do you find the time? And and also, what is Standard Bank's policy on that, on, on having, you know, things that you do outside work? Just quite interested in that. Yeah, I think um, Standard Bank is very good at building entrepreneurs. <laughs> I think Sim Chabalala said so himself. It's uh, you'll find that many people um, have have different things that they're they're doing. With Standard Bank, obviously, there's a clear policy. Um, you have to um, uh, outline your outside business interests formally each year, and uh, it is reviewed. So the bank needs to know about what you're doing, and obviously, will assess if it's in conflict or not. Um, and and you keep going. Luckily for me, um, I was also working with Dudu in the enterprise development space, uh, and uh, it was a clear requirement from our executive that every single person working in enterprise development must have a business as well. And um, in my new role uh, leading technology teams, I work um, on solving small business problems using technology. So having a startup, we actually test a lot of the bank's products on my startup as well. So it works hand in hand. And once I learn something in my startup, I apply it at work. When I, I learn something at work, I apply it at my startup. So it's sort of a self-fulfilling cycle. But you likely, and similar to what Lesejo mentioned, <laughs> we spend a lot of sleepless nights working very early in our career which is great because now later in our career, we had a strong foundation, very well-versed in how to deliver at the bank and our knowledge gap is very much closed. So it doesn't take, the amount of time it takes for me to fulfill on projects is a lot less than my peers, uh, for instance, because I've already done a lot of this groundwork before and I, and I know banking well and solving problems. Now I'm just leading teams. So I can use a lot of my extra energy to work um, after hours. But yeah, you sleepless nights. I sleep at two o'clock uh, in the morning most times. I work on Saturdays as well. I also work on Sundays. Um, so that's seven, almost working seven days as a young grad. You've just shifted it and now you've added business on the side and you've sort of decreased portions of your work because now you're at, at a high level where you don't need to sort of press much. Now I'm more grooming guys under me um, to do the things I did. Mm, mm. I love that. I love that so much. Um, and I think before we head over to Lesejo, as somebody who also has side hustles, Nyana, on, you know, um, nothing as glam as a fixer, but it definitely, I can definitely attest to that freedom uh, to be entrepreneurial and how much it actually feeds into the work I do in my everyday. So um, very, very great. Uh, Lesejo, if we could hear from you, actor podcaster i mean just engineer it's it's a it's a rough road guys i I think 
you know, Mawetsu depicted um, his journey. He articulated it very well. But I can tell you one thing. You know, when you're doing a lot of things, there's some points where you're going to see dust. <laughs> a lot of dust. I mean, I'm going through um, everybody in the space, and I was seeing um, uh, just a bunch like grads, guys in the DPs with graduates' um, belts, and I'm looking at guys' profiles. And in my mind, I'm just thinking, okay, I'm going to network with this guy. Okay, my client they just laughed. He's a Capricorn listener. All right, cool. I'm going to connect with him to get into radio, etc. So you're always working. Um, it's tough. It's tough. Uh, I hope you guys do have some questions um, in particular to the next step, especially after you graduated. But what I can say is that what Maurice has just alluded to, there is no formula. It doesn't exist. You, We worked on many projects together and we hit the ground together and we banged our head and it was really tough. Um, that was in corporate, outside, um, I am an actor, but you could literally call me a struggling actor because, I mean, uh, I'm not quite Denzel Washington yet, right? <laughs> so <laughs> done a couple of ads. Um, I'm doing a show at the State Theater uh, in June, which is really awesome. And really it's about, um, you know, I don't want to say what your passion is, but there's a bit of it about what is logical and there's a bit of it of what, you know, what you feel in, in your soul, in your heart and what you want to do. And you don't always find that. So go out and explore. Go out and take space, take up spaces. And that's exactly what I'm doing right now is that, um, you know, in the banking is really cool. The, the project we work on, the, the analytics is really dope. The acting side is really dope because that's extremely far right or far left from what banking is. But that's what enriches you as a person um, and really gives you some more skills. And then obviously from the podcast uh, perspective, Cliff Central was awesome. Um, I am moving, working actively to working, to moving on to commercial radio. That is a headache. That is a tough space to get into, but you just got to have the same attitude about it as everything else. You just got to be competitive and go knock on every door and by any means necessary. So I don't want to glamorize any of this. It's extremely hard. You see a lot of dust. You will cry a lot. You will be frustrated. The bags under my eyes are awesome. They're, they're Gucci. Louis Vuitton. <laughs> Louis Vuitton. <laughs> Thanks for my eyes. Amazing. Uh, you will see dust, but you just got to keep going, you know? Uh, it looks really cool on paper, but a lot of people don't understand the backstory. Uh, mm. But you keep on keeping on. Moise has been doing every type of side hustle I could ever think of for like the past seven, eight years. And now he's here, you know? And and all of us really do do as well. I think Dutu, actually, you should um, take one of your pictures uh, and post it on Twitter and, you know, hashtag finance fit. Because, you know, <laughs> you know, Dutu says she has 40 tattoos, guys, but I don't think you understand. One of Dutu's tattoos is the size of my face. So <laughs> she is covered in tattoos. It is the coolest thing to see when you walk into the office. It's awesome. But, um, yeah, you just got to keep on keeping on. I think that's really it, uh, Danielle. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I. I think my stance is very different to uh, Mawetu's stance about um not following what you're passionate about and being uh practical. Um. I am. 
really a flower child. <laughs> I follow what feeds my soul. So, I, and that's why I think um, I I would call myself um, a Jane of all trades because I'm a very curious person and I always believe I can do things and I try to push myself um, to to do that. And I think if you're passionate about it, you'll make time for it. So, um, you know, I started crafting um, a few years ago and I decided to then commercialize, commercialize it <laughs> and start selling the things uh, I make. So um, I sell, I've got an online store, but I also sell at markets on weekends. Um, and obviously I have to then make those those um, crafts. Um, I am an alternative model. I did step down. I used to be in an agency, um, but I, yeah, I, I essentially, if I'm being honest, all I'm doing is trying to craft the most, the dopest obituary on earth. I want people to be like, this girl um, DJed, she was a model, she once ran a podcast, she is an author, she worked in a bank. I'm also trying to work towards a doctorate. Um, so there's many things, many things that I'm trying to to do. And um as as Lisako also mentioned, like um the the hustle didn't just start now. I, I've been hustling, I've been hustling. Um, and, you know, as as much as my hustle is not uh, a multi-million uh, tech company, but, you know, it's it's an honest day's, <laughs> it's an honest day's work, you know. Um, it, it, it keeps me up. I, I, I do get to understand the frustrations of being a businesswoman, um, and um, having tricky customers, but yeah, that's that's really what I'm doing on my side is just you know chasing the things that feed my soul. Um, I think one day I will for sure um, have to step uh, away from the bank, um, but I think for now what I'm doing does feed my soul. But you know, I'm I'm a wanderer. I will follow. <laughs> I will follow what whatever light I see. Love, 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 love that. Um, so, so I, 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 same here. So, I read a, an article a, a couple of years ago, right? Where this guy speaks about the importance of having two jobs, and one of the things he speaks about is how you know his side hustle helped him to become better in his full time job. So, I just wanted to find out from the panel, you know, do you find that? As you are pushing in your side hustle, it's it's you know indirectly making you better, you know, in terms of what you do at Standard Bank. And then we can go yeah. to Gwen. I see I, I see Gwen is 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 ready to go. So after the panel, you know, yeah. answers this question, then we'll we'll bring Gwen in. Apologies, Gwen. We we did we did yeah. we did see that at the hand. Yeah. Um I, I just wanna quickly um 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 answer that. Um yes, uh, having a business definitely helps me in in my role um, um, because I I get to understand how uh, businesses um, 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 operate and you know as much as I am an accountant by by study <laughs> and not by trade um, I always 
I never understood why businesses, especially small businesses, would uh, use their uh, personal banking account to conduct their business. And then I started my business, my very small business. And um, I fell into that trap where I was starting to trade um, uh, on my personal account. And I was like, now I now I get it. I understand. Um, and Luckily, now I do have a business banking account, but um, um, you get practical experience. And, um, you know, the there's a, a man that works in our department who is very inspirational. I just wanted to share his story quickly. But he essentially um, started as a um, um, security guard, um, is now a senior manager in enterprise development, owns his own security company, um, um, owns a bunch of taxis, owns a tax shop, and works obviously in the bank. And um, I just wanted to share that as a testament of how how much you can um, um, really craft your future and, um, um, you know, create your own journey. Mm. in the back mm. love it love that's it. amazing I think, um, um, Dr. T please can we bring Gwen in and then we'll continue with the panel shame she's been waiting <laughs> for the longest time oh shame now she can go ahead uh, Gwen oh, hi everybody hi. hello can, can you hear me clearly we can hear you thank you for joining us Cool. Thank you, Danielle. No, my battery's about to die, so I thought you can ask my questions. <laughs> so I've got two questions. I'm really enjoying the conversation. Hey, so just for the panel, obviously, when you're joining as a graduate in an organization, like there's no journey that is straight. You tend to come across hoops and curves and mm. speed humps and everything. So, like, uh, maybe can they just share with us what challenges have they experienced? as graduates, as part of their graduate program, and what have they done to navigate or to overcome that? Because I think it's also important to also show people that, you know, like, um, we might have challenges, but then you can overcome them in any environment. Then the second question, I understand that they were part of graduate programs and now they have permanent roles, some roles are senior. So then what have they done in their senior or current roles to also grow and contribute to other graduates that came after them. Thank you. We've signed NDAs, sorry. Oh, no way to please. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you anything, Gwen. I can't. <laughs> oh, look, Gwen, um, yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of challenges, and I think Lesejo and Judu can all chime in. They are extensive. Um, you know, I, my my fiance works in a, in in a, has always worked in small businesses, and that that's given it a lot of more breadth and attention. Um, in a corporate, Standard Bank has fifty five thousand employees. You are one out of fifty five thousand, right? So. Yeah, being important in that, you get, you're get a detail who sort of gets lost a lot of the times and you need to carve your path. I mean, 
if you had to listen to Lesejo's very de- uh, detailed story, you'd see how how much he actually pushed um, to get himself out there and the projects that he's working on, do do how much he pushed to to sort of find spaces to express herself. So I think one thing between all of us, um, we chose not to disappear in the noise, and we always chose to speak in the rooms uh, when they were silent. Um, we always chose that when you were the youngest person, you're still out there and you challenge the status status quo. Um, and, and you just chose to be seen all the time. And then you, you really chose your path. There are many times where the organization didn't want us to do certain things or didn't want us to move into a certain path and and we found ways to do, to do it anyway. You'd ex- escalate execs to execs even, um, getting the other one in trouble to, to sort of get your way. Um, uh, and, and simply that decision came on because I won't allow an organization, and an organization's made out of people, but I won't allow people to dictate my path for me. This is my journey and I will achieve what I want to achieve whether you want me to or not. And I think that's what a lot of us did. Um, and that's why we have a zigzag path. Um, but I don't think many people can do it that way because we had a, a, a fail or fall kind of mentality. I'm sure there's many times we probably should have gotten fired. But if I had to give someone a more cautious feedback or advice, I'd say own your journey. Don't listen to those HR principles that say you can't jump around to different teams or different jobs. Um, work for people um, on the side so we would do projects in our teams but would also do projects for other leaders and execs and that would usually be your next place to move um so care about yourself more than you care about the organization and care about your work more than you care about your job and i think then it should it, it, it should align and work out for you um somewhere in there yeah mm. um to answer your same question uh gwen i think Mauricio said it all around the first one the second one, people work very differently. The way I work, uh, from a perspective of I want to grow my own career, but other people must grow as well. Whatever role I move into, I always make sure to work and build my team in such a way that they no longer need me. So essentially, I always work my way out of a job. Because if my team still needs me, then I'm really constipating the system. I'm, I'm constipating it, right? I'm, 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 I am the blocker. Um, and I always work in such a way that whatever team I'm leading, right, needs to be so dope that they no longer need me. And literally, I become redundant, you know, and then and then, and then I have conversations. Um, it is not a, a very popular way of navigating a career because there are risks, right? Um, but it's comfortable for me because what it means is that I, I keep the flow of talent, keep going, um, keep growing and moving up from a graduate perspective. And I'm also able then to to navigate my way uh, within my own path. But please don't take what Moise was saying lightly. We've gotten into lots of trouble. Um, and I think with your career, you, you just need to decide uh, what's worth it. When it comes to your career and your livelihood and what you want to do and not being trapped in a space and wanting to move and grow your career, you have to be intentional about it. You have to be aggressive about it. I think all three of us at some point were like millimeters away from being fired. And something happened before human capital wrote in that email. But we've all been there. So, yeah, I don't want to make it all rosy, but from a graduate perspective, to answer your second question, how do we make sure that other graduates grow? One, I always make sure there's a graduate in my team, even if it's one or more. And two, I always make sure that there are promotions within a year. 
right? I don't believe in the whole, it takes five years to get promoted. So that's why I work my way in such a way that literally I need whoever's above me, the CIO, whatever to say, well, it's like, oh, we don't need you in this team, buddy. You're kind of useless here. And then I go, yeah, listen, I am useless here. Please move me into a different place. That's it. Thanks. Yeah. And we learned that from Lesekhwa. I think we, we took it. We, we have a rule amongst each other on um, how fast your salary needs to grow and how fast you need to get promoted. And it must happen at all costs. Um, and I think that's why I say I would, I would never advise people to do the things we did. Um, I do think, though, that there's even a lot of stuff that you can find on LinkedIn that will that will help with with that. But I think we've all been helped by many people, um, and we also just do the same to just help others lift up um, 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 underneath us as we move along as well. Amazing. Um, I think um, there's something um, you said, Lisejo, around, um, you know, making yourself redundant and how um, risky that is. And I think anyone who's been in, leader, in, in, in a leadership role, no matter how big or small, that is a very scary thing to do. But um, I definitely believe in that philosophy. Um, you know, growing people requires you to take the risk that they might replace you and you need to be prepared for that. And I think it's amazing that you're still that young and you already have that perspective. Um, and I think a lot of times, um, you know, what's encouraging for anyone, especially who's going into corporate, uh, right now is, um, the old God sometimes is literally that the old God and they guard what they have fiercely they will not move they will not budge they will not you know and it's it's refreshing to know that there's a new generation of young leaders who are not so attached um, to progress that they will do it or they will progress at the expense of others coming after them's progress so i think I love the way you guys work. I love the fact that you guys have a collective philosophy about how you grow and how you um, grow others. And I think it's it's very commendable. And I hope and pray that we've got a lot more leaders like that because I think that's something that is still um, quite in you know in, in shortage in corporate. So I'd clap, but this is me clapping. So thank you guys. I think that's very amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just wanted to add um, on on what Moete and Lesejo said about um, how we got close to 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 being fired, but um, um, but didn't. Um, I think that statement is basically. I don't think at any point the 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 reasons that the the things that put us in jeopardy were were uh, malicious. So I think that's the reason why as well we've managed to to survive the bank. Um, nothing was malicious. We really are trying to, and I think that's what. Um, uh, um, Mawete Lesoho have been um, 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 sharing that we're not trying to um, um, disrupt the bank um, in a way that is detrimental to the bank. But as young people, the reason we enter this uh, industry is to disrupt it 
for progress, you know. So um, I think that's the reason why as well, um, when those conversations were being had about why you guys doing what you're doing, it, it was never a um, you guys are, um, you know, going against the values of the bank. So at all at all costs, as much as we were pushing and as much as we were effing shit up, <laughs> <laughs> the 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 at the end of the day um um we were living the values of the bank no that's amazing and that's a brilliant disclaimer to put in there um i think it's it's, it's all well and good to be brave but at the end of the day we are working for businesses um and i think now that you've mentioned that i want to ask you guys a question that's probably on the tip of everybody's tongue um, can we talk a bit about the money? Is it really that profitable to work at the bank? Um, have you been set up for success? Um, let's talk about that. Well... Dr. T. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying you, know, is... you know, I'm all about the money. I'm all about the money, guys. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, we, we are very well-paid <laughs> yeah, we're very well paid individuals. I think Lesoko is more paid than all of us, but um, we, we all earn reasonable salaries. I can even give yeah. you an example. Um, I remember where I wanted to get four years ago, I was speaking to one of my seniors, and she was like, um, for you, to, it took me 10 years to get there. There's no way you can get there in four, and I did, right? So you're earning more than a person 10 years your senior. I would definitely say a graduate program, it's one key value proposition is money. But the rate at which our salaries increased in relation to the promotions is because we also actively worked on that as a value prop. If yeah. And Lesefo, I want him to tell his story because he's, he's more strict on it. But if a team or an area wasn't willing to pay us what we were looking for, we'd leave. I think we we need a masterclass (laughs) on how to negotiate salaries from you guys. Definitely, definitely. (laughs) Can you tell us how you've done it? Yo, this guy's putting my head over there. Um, Let me put it this way. So today's the 20th, right? And uh, if you have a friend that's a banker, they've just gotten paid. Which is mm-hmm. awesome because you don't have to wait right until the end of the month, right? Um, so it makes your life easier in that way from a structural perspective. But also, it's just that it's the one, it's, it's one of the very few industries where, uh, if you do research just just globally, is that um, your 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 salary progression is really depending on how hard you work and how you structure it is really quite exponential. It's exponential because um, you need to factor in you know what you earn. Um, and when you start off with a graduate program, you start relatively quite high, actually, on the graduate program, which is nice. Mm-hmm. So there, and then also you're going to factor in the bonuses, right? And bank bonuses is really what is the real differentiator. Um, so if you're someone like me, I mean, I was an engineer um, coming out of school. Really, what was I think? Um, what, what was what was my goal? My goal was to make as much money as possible. Right, I wanted the GTI. I wanted the the BMWs, etc. Et and that's okay. That's actually okay if that's what makes you happy. That's what you want. That's cool. Mm. Um, but as long as you work hard for it, and you know you 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 generate the money, um, and and you get your deliverables done, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So I know everybody here. When you move into a graduate program, one of the first things you're asking yourself is how much am I going to get paid? You're going to get yeah. paid. I don't I don't remember ever hearing out of any of the 100 graduates, everyone complaining about their salary. You know. So you do get paid well, 
but like we said, I want to just balance the conversation. Guys, we worked in like we worked crazy hours. Um, mm. I'm not saying that's the only way to do it, but if you're passionate about it, it makes life a lot easier. Um, but it's it's definitely doable. The money's nice, and all I'm saying is, it is the twentieth. Every single bank has gotten paid. Uh, it's nice to have money now. <laughs> and like, waiting for the end of the year, and the end of the month, that's still very far away. <laughs> Definitely. And I think also, like, if you look at the graduate program at Standard Bank, and just to say to the audience, if you go to standardbank.com, go under careers, um, there's actually a lot of support that you guys were given for managing your finances. I mean, you have the same benefits that any employee or an executive has at the bank. So your retirements, preferential rates, um, and various other things, and access to credit. Did that also help? I don't know if anybody else has access to those at different professions. Immensely. I mean, I've, I've, I've really, mm. I mean, you know, everybody talks about the repo rate uh, hike now, but I mean, as a banker, you get prime minus two point five percent. So I'm just like, nah, 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 nah. nah. Um, <laughs> from a perk perspective, it's really awesome. Um, and all the travel never... as well. And the travel, it's epic. I mean, have you, have you seen a standard bank uh, lounge at Aura Tumble? Mm, mm. I mean, when it comes to traveling, there's nothing better than that. Um, that's my <laughs> Yeah, I'd say, look, the, the, the flip side of the coin, I mean, you, you can see the, 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 the struggling nature of, of the middle class uh, uh, right now um, and, and at, at every level, that having access to this does is a double-edged sword. Um, with a lot of us, we were very new to money coming in as grads and you make a significant amount mm. of mistakes. We are not prepared how to manage this money that's sitting in your hand. Others were naturally good at it, um, et cetera. But I've made, I mean, I have honors almost in finance. I knew everything you needed to do and I've still made every mistake in the book, right? Uh, with money um, and with debt and et cetera. So this access um, is a double-edged sword. So it's very important, and I'm sure Dr. T, you probably know more than, than anyone, to learn the things we need to learn about being financially fit. And I think if I could ever go back to my younger self, and I'm very strict with with my sister on it, um, she's debt-free, strong savings environment, good credit score, where it's focused on how you manage your money because you will continuously need to earn more because you, you you think you don't have enough, but it's because of how you're spending, because now you're in debt. And I need to earn millions on millions, but in fact, your salary four or five salaries ago was more than enough, but you weren't managing it correctly. Definitely, and I can, I can, I, I can agree to that. I mean, I, I said the other day in a space, I didn't even know what a tax return was um, when I started working as a doctor because you've got all these professionals around you managing your finances, and I mean, we were getting paid so much. So it's so true. No matter whether you've studied the degree or you've had the insights, we all tend to falter and make mistakes on the financial side of things. But it's definitely nice to have a cushioning where you've got all of those other things available to you. So, yeah, that's a lovely answer, Moeta. Thank you so much. Dineo, do you want to take it away? Um, absolutely. I mean, I'm just I'm so blown away by these young minds <laughs> and how brilliant all of you are. Um, and, geez, you know, it's, it's, um, it's so much. But, you know, we are here. We've um, come to the end of our session. So thank you. Thank you so much, Dr. T, to the brilliant minds, young minds here, Gwen, for your questions um, as well. Um, I think, yo, I'm, I've, outside of just going back to study, I'm now feeling a bit pumped. Like, <laughs> I've I got to do more. You, you want to create <laughs> you an know? app, you know? So thank you. <laughs> 
Hey, I don't know if I have the time stamp, but <laughs> I'm feeling hey, motivated. Hey, I feel, I feel, the time is the problem. I feel like I haven't done enough with my life after those interviews. <laughs> right? No, Doctor, you can't say that. You can't say that. You you ready for you ne- like the next career change, Doctor T? Yeah, I think I need no to do plan. another one just to get ahead, just to get ahead of everybody else. I need to go somewhere else. Maybe I'll go to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Sam, wasn't he telling us about all his other side hustles? Keeping us on our toes. Um, Danielle, before we close it off, right, um, I really wanted to just find out and pick the brains of, of our panel, right, in terms of graduate programs and, you know, not particularly the Standard Bank, but, you know, generally, you know, um, they said they are, they are fixers. So the executives gives them projects to go and fix or to improve. So in, in their opinion, you know, how, how, how does, you know, Standard Bank and Corporate Essay make graduate programs better and internships, internships better, you know, for people coming in the workplace? Mm. <laughs> Over to you, our fixers. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think this is a question. Go for it, like <laughs> Yeah, he's the fixer guy. He's the mechanic guy. He fix. Let's let's fix the grad programs, my way too. Where do we start? <laughs> Look, I. I, <laughs> I think first, it, 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 resourcing any organization is a strategic approach and that's where the, any graduate program should start i'm trying to solve a particular problem in my organization and i'm using these graduates to do x y and z and i think the moment you lose that you're just hiring people you're just adding numbers each year and a lot of the time it's for prestige more than anything else but these people have no clear path to success so i think it's 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 very important to to internalize the strategy of the organization into the hiring practices that go into the graduate program and then align the journeys um, of those young minds uh, accordingly. Have have programs, if you, you're hiring people in tech, in agile training and design thinking, et cetera, um, um, guide it to, uh, in, in that manner because it is likely that the, the people on this calls were, were, were go-getters and out there and made changes, but you've seen in a lot of people other colleagues or peers careers who who sort of just disappeared but um it should be designed in a way that a majority of us end up in the same place to be game changers um i'm I'm in the space but i think a lot of the times after the hiring is done um um, these grads are sort of left to figure out this world themselves um so i think they need to be a lot more tailored to the strategy the organization is trying to achieve um, and then it will, I think, be important for everyone. I think HR, they need to internalize that, that they're strategy builders. Um, and these grads that they're hiring, they they need to be, um, you know, equipped accordingly to be able to deliver in the organization and not just be, be numbers that they're adding. Yeah. Um, and I just wanted to add as well, there's, from the time I joined the bank, there's always been this concept of talent and people being talent. And I think um, um, that was such a damaging um, um, ideology because everyone is talent if you put them in the right place. Um, a flower 
in the desert is not going to grow, but a cactus will. Mm. Um, so put people in the right place and make sure that they are um, in, in an environment that allows them to grow and you'll see amazing things. Um, there have been a lot of grads we started with who are very frustrated uh, by the process, you know, frustrated with how um, they were um put in in uh, roles that really didn't uh, bring out their passion. And um, unlike us here on the call who still chose to, to, to you know, push through, um, that's not always going to be the case. Some people um, really um, take that knock and end up leaving the bank and you end up having organizations um, lose such great people because you fail to see that, you know, a person you think is great um, is um, equally as great as someone you don't think is great. It's just that that person was not given the the, the right um, opportunities. Mm. Love that. Wow. Uh, so you, you want to add? That's Are amazing. Doc? I mean, let's let the circle go ahead. Uh, yeah, I think uh, between my experience, due to all the stun, all the thunder has been stolen. Eh? Uh, I really can't add much more onto that. It was it was, it was very succinct. Um, all I can do is really just echo, echo a hundred percent. And uh, well, now it's it's up to us, right? We're the mm-hmm. ones hiring the grads, so mm-hmm. it's up to us to really shape that environment, um, shape that environment, and whatever is against the grain, we're the guys that take the bullets for the new grads. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Love that, love that. So definitely, definitely. Now, just to add, Sam, I yeah. think from my side, um, I think it it really is so positive for me looking at and hearing the conversations that we're having today to to not only see that not only are we are we able to attract the type of people we attract because I'm sure you guys can agree the three speakers today are absolutely phenomenal in yeah. their own way, um, but I definitely also um, am quite excited to see how things will change as we all grow into leadership positions and they grow into leadership positions. Um, there's a lot that needs to be changed, but I think we're definitely on the right track. Love it, love it, love it. Mm. Yeah, so thank you very much um, to our panel, um, as always. Um, appreciate you guys. Um, learned a lot. Very inspired. Um, I, I think, as, as Dino said, you know, probably go search online to see, you know, which course you can do. Um, and to, to all our listeners, thank you for joining us on, on, on our Friday Friday's Finance Fit essay um, um, Twitter spaces. And to those who have graduated, um, we hope you guys, you know, got some inspiration um, from our three panelists, right? That, you know, that that degree, you know, that diploma, that master's is just, you know, the mm-hmm. door opener. You know, obviously, there's still much more that is needed to be done. And, yeah, we wish you all the best um, for, for, you know, the coming endeavors um, with, with, with your degree. Absolutely, Sam. I mean, I, I, I think I've said it so many times. I'm blown away um, and I'm encouraged uh, that, you know, young leaders, um, the people who are coming up in corporate spaces are really ready. They're hungry. Mm. They're doing more, but they're also willing to open doors yeah. for so many more. So um, to our three young panelists, absolutely. Thank you. A big round of applause <laughs> to you. Standing, ova- um, standing ovation. Just, <laughs> standing ovation. <laughs> and then just a quick reminder to everyone on the line on Sunday, i.e. the 22nd of May, this coming Sunday, um, there will be an original artwork by Blessing Gobeni. It will be in one, a single, 
a single copy <laughs> of the Sunday Times. Um, and so one lucky reader out there who's going to go out and buy the Sunday Times this Sunday um, will become a very proud owner and not have to pay bazillions um, of an original. It's not a duplicate. It's not a print. It's an original Mm, artwork mm. um from blessing gobeni and trust me like sam said i personally one day i'm hoping i have the kind of money that will just i can just walk in and be like i want <laughs> 10 blessing gobenis i'm joking but um it is very likely to be growing in value yeah. so please go out there um you don't know who the sunday times distribution centers are so go out and buy your paper <laughs> and all the best i hope you get your original painting i will go and buy my paper just yeah. in case. which which you can sell for more 10 years time to come if you want to sell it um and dineo um great space today can we achieve a finance fit essay sam it absolutely can be 